Hi, ladies. I'm Dr. Brooke, and welcome to the Women Strong Podcast. Women Strong is an online women's wellness program that covers the foundations of health through lessons, exercises, daily challenges, and live interviews with female experts on a variety of health topics. Women Strong also provides a supportive community of like-minded ladies who encourage one another toward improved health and vitality. This podcast is a collection of excerpts from some of our Women Strong live interviews. We are so grateful to all of our experts for sharing their wisdom with our community. These strong women have taught us so much, and we're thrilled to share their expertise and wellness tips through this podcast. If you'd like to hear the complete interviews, or if you'd like to be present on these live Zoom calls with our experts, then sign up for the Women Strong membership at womenstrongtogether.com. We can't wait to meet you and begin supporting you on your wellness journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Women Strong. I'm very happy to have a special, creative, and beautiful inside and out woman with us today, Ailey Sweeney Rich. And she is the owner, creator, and fantastic mind and body behind Wild Roots Studio. And Ailey, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Oh, we're so happy you're here. We've been looking forward to this one for a while. So can you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us about your studio and all of your offerings and sort of the journey to doing what you do? Yeah. um, So yeah, my name's Ailey and uh, I would call myself a, a nature artist and an art guide. Um, I, um, also hold ceremonies and custom rituals for people. I do, um, nature art installations and, um, and, and I'm a mother as well. Um, and I started Wild Root Studio probably about 10 years ago. Um, previous to that, I went to, um, school to be an art education major, to be an art teacher. And while I was doing the student teaching, I discovered, I don't want to do this. I couldn't see myself in these, these like uh, classrooms. And I felt like even my own art was being kind of like this natural creativity in me was coming out and it was being stifled and in like classic art. And so I ended up never using the art education, like piece in the school system. Um, And then went into a career in sustainability. Um, And I did that for probably about 15 years. I did like waste diversion and sustainability. And the last, the 10 years before I started Wild Root Studio were at um, New Belgium Brewing Company where I was there for 10 years. And then um, I really enjoyed it, but it was a lot of, you know, like crunching greenhouse gas assessments and and not like my hands were never in the dirt, you know, like the reason I always knew I wanted to be in service to mother earth, but that wasn't it anymore. And so, um, I made the tough decision to leave new Belgium. And if you live in Fort Collins, it, like people thought I was crazy leaving a sustainability specialist job at new Belgium. Um, and, uh, and people were asking me what I was going to do. And I was like, I'm going to marry art and nature. And I, 
I don't know how. And people just thought I was crazy. Wow. <laughs> and, yeah. And then, um, and then I started just kind of offering um, nature-based art classes for kids. My kids were, were young at that point. They were in like preschool. And so it kind of worked where I um, was able to bring my kids to school, you know, to, to work with me and they would be in my classes. And I offered it at a few preschools and then a couple camps and, and over time. And then I started um, discovering I would be at a lot of festivals, painting sticks and getting the word out about Wild Root Studio. And then I'd see adults wanting to paint sticks too. <laughs> everybody wants to paint sticks and so I started doing more adult um, classes and nature mandalas at festivals and it's just kind of unfolded itself I haven't entirely always I don't even know where it sometimes is going to go next so that's kind of my wow story. wow and when you talk about it it sounds like oh really sort of casual and um, very uh, what's the word, uh, you know, non-bragging. I told you my brain's not working today. Modest, you know. <laughs> and, uh, but as I was telling you, my friend was just trying to sign up for your camps for her daughters. And she said, oh yeah, her camps, the ones that I wanted sold out in 40 seconds. And then I did get my third choice camp, which also sounds awesome, but it sold out in 60 seconds. So, you know, yeah. you're, you're very modest talking about everything you've created, but it's just so, um, appreciated by the community, what you do. Well, I'm grateful for that. I think that for a while it was, um, it was humbling to leave like a, a job that my ego was really tied into of being a sustainably specialist, you know, at New Belgium. And then to go and work with kids and, and deal with all that was sometimes I felt like, am I going backwards? What am I doing? And so I'm really grateful for it not to feel that way, to feel like my spirit and my soul got to be involved in my career and that other people got got it <laughs> that other people wanted to support it and I get to make a living doing it I've yes. never I hope I never take that for granted because it just yeah every summer I was just telling you that every time summer camps fill up uh, my heart fills with joy of that yeah that yeah the past like probably four years that's been happening which is sweet very sweet and I also know we mentioned your women's circles, which I have not been to yet, but I've heard amazing things about those as well. That's another offering through your studio. And as I understand it, you have a beautiful space sort of out in nature where people can really get their hands in the dirt, like you said. <laughs> can you tell us more about the space that you've created and the offerings? Um, yeah, I've done the women's circles about eight years now. And, um, uh, I started, them. Um, um, I had been a part of a group. I, I worked at Omega Institute in New York in my twenties and I was part of a women's circle out there and I was young. I was like in my early twenties. And I remember being in this women's circle, watching other like, uh, mothers crying, talking about how hard it is to be a mom or, you know, um, Crohn's, you know, or, you know, elders in the community talking of, you know, holding such grace and all these stories that I heard in that circle, like sat with me forever. And then when I became a mom, I was like, oh, no wonder they were, they were struggling. 
So I wanted the same thing for myself, especially after leaving a job where I had 400, you know, friends every day, then my world got really small, really quick. And so I started doing women's circles and, and they, they too evolved over time. Like at first it was just like, you know, maybe five of us sitting around, um, like I would gather us by the river and then they got bigger and bigger. And I started following moon cycles and seasonal cycles a little bit more with them. And then uh, they were at Wolverine. And then in the past um, couple years since COVID, I actually moved them onto my property and I have a backyard studio and a little outdoor space. And so it's been really, really lovely in the past few years to be under the actual moonlight and with a fire in the center of us. It's really special, so. Who or what circumstances might someone be going through that they would seek out some, you know, art and nature and creativity as something that would be therapeutic to them? And then, of course, why? Why are these modalities, creativity and nature, so therapeutic for people? The, I think the quick answer is everyone. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Every, every, everyone could value. I mean, I think, um, you know, I see children just, adore uh, putting together nature and, and connecting to nature and art. And it just is this beautiful vehicle for, you know, going and finding a stick and bringing it back and then arranging it, you know, a beautiful nature mobile or something. And, um, and in general, I think we always take care of what, what we, what we love. And so if you connect to nature, you know, this, uh, you don't want to lose something that you love. And so I think, we tie these kids into climate change and those things early, but for women and for adults, I think we need creativity more than ever. I think we, we leave that behind somehow in our childhood and it's so, so needed. And it's like a medicine that I don't think anything could, could replace. And in all my women's circles, we always do a craft. So the idea is that, um, whatever intentions you're calling in for in a women's circle, because women's circles also are giving us this chance to, we, us women um, are holding like usually space for tons of people, our community, many hats, we're moms, we're parents, you know, we're caregivers. And so we forget to dream. We forget to make intentions. We forget to make time for ourselves. So, so coming to that space and, and remembering dreams and, holding space for other women to out loud. Cause we always have a kind of a theme and then we have a share. If you feel moved to share, you can always just observe too. And then we do a creativity project at the end to kind of becomes a talisman of whatever we're calling in or whatever intentions you want to call in for that moon cycle. But I think um, creativity, like we're always consuming, you know, we're us, you know, humans love to consume, you know, food and media and all these pieces. And creativity is actually the one opportunity that we can push back out that we're offering the polarity of consumption is, is to produce or create. And so I feel like it's this one moment that we from our heart, we get to make an offering out into the world. That's the opposite of, of consuming, you know, and And to do that takes um, courage and it takes um, heart 
and um, and then we can like connect our heart to our hands and make something. And it's it's important that us adults do that because we just don't. I, I mean, as adults, we just never make the time for a paintbrush, you know, or something. So absolutely, yeah. Unless you have kids, right, and you're doing it with them, it really is sort of something that I had neglected for many years until I had my daughter and then I was getting my hands dirty doing those things again and it feels so good it can be so therapeutic to get into that inner child and let the emotions come out through our hands like you described yeah yeah do you have any examples I guess of cool um inspiring (laughs) women not to give you know too many details but you know things that people have shared with you that they've healed through your programs or creativity or even in yourself I guess too (laughs) I think I, I would have one about myself but I can't tell you how many times in a circle we always keep everything pretty confidential and like it's the sacred space um but we also I put out like you know a, a tarot card or an oracle card or um, the theme and and um, I, there's countless times where the card just nails it or the theme nails it or um, or the the some women share like we we just go around the circle and everybody just kind of shares what's on their heart or about the theme or I I often do a guided meditation and then they they might share pieces of that and. Um, I, I have a a folder of probably about, you know, um, 50 women who have, who have reached out after a circle and, and explained that this, you know, this woman's share, um, you know, made a world of a difference for somebody else. And it's usually like the simplest things. And, and we always giggle because when you, when the, when the stone comes to you and it's your time to, to talk, you, you end up just like, you have no idea what you're going to talk about. And then you're like, oh my gosh, what did I just say? I always do a big thing of like, we're all here to uplift and respect one another. And, um, but it gets, uh, it, it's these little shares of like, um, the smallest things make us just feel like we belong or that we're not so alone. And human life can be really lonely sometimes, especially being a mom or being a woman. And, um, yeah. And so, and I can think for myself, how like, um, nature artists heal, you know, and ritual ritual is also a big part of the women's circle. I think really anytime you're creating with intention, it becomes a ritual, but, um, I think ritual, um, and, and nature have healed me. Um, you know, I'm going through a separation and divorce right now. And, the simple act of going to the riverside and placing a few, you know, stones and a flower in the center on the on the river bank with some prayer of, you know, everything's going to be okay, has has probably been some of the moments that you know have just been like my soul just needs like like a a place to set some of these big emotions and sometimes they belong in like, yeah, and a beautiful little nature mandala on the bank and I walk away and feel a little lighter somehow. So, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think things like divorce and even, you know, when your kids are young and there's so much um, loneliness in those times sometimes, even though, you know, 
the hope is when you have a baby, everybody comes together, but people are busy. Right, and a lot of right. times you're alone <laughs> with the baby and, um, you know, in divorce, especially I went through a divorce as well. And it's like one of these things that so many people and miscarriage, that's another one too, oh, yes. that isn't talked about a lot. Yes. Yeah. Infertility. These things that women go through, they're so common, but maybe not commonly shared about mm-hmm. and postpartum depression. That's another one, yeah. you know, and all of these topics have come up in the circles. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so thank you so much for sharing about what you're going through and things that help give you peace during these really hard cycles of life for women. It's really challenging. Yeah. And we're not alone and being in a circle. I love that. I know that part of the ritual is having the shape of a circle, right? Right. Right. Um, yeah. And that we are all connected in that circle of life and everything. I'm sure you'd say it a lot better, but (laughs) well, I think too, we forget that we're a part of nature, you know, and that's part of my work is just to remember that we are a part of nature and, and the circles always, um, everything alive goes in a circle, you know, the moon phases and seasons and our life cycles and our menstrual cycles all are in this like seed growth, you know, compost, and then feeding the next seed and everything alive goes in that. But we humans like want to pull ourselves out of the nature cycle. That is graceful. Like you have to, and we like to just sit in like spring and summer bloom and bloom and seed and bloom and seed. And it's these hard moments, like, you know, infertility and feeling alone that are part of like the the falls and winters of, of life that we need, we need support. We need to talk about it. So, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my friend told me something this past fall that someone had told her in a circle or a yoga class or something about um, going inward in the fall and winter. It was like, I think it was snowing and like all the beautiful foliage was like dropping away. Actually, we had a good fall this year. It was super long. Yeah, so it was I, super amazing. Yeah. But on the, I think we were out hiking and sort of feeling sad about like, oh, look at all the beautiful leaves are dropping and feeling appreciative for the great fall we had had, but then thinking about winter. And she said, oh, someone told me this once about how the trees are going inward so that they can bloom so beautifully in the spring and that that's what we do in the winter. We go inward, we reflect, we do all these things like a tree. Yeah, yeah. Well, nature has this beautiful way of showing us to live with grace, you know, and uh, I had a mantra for years that, you know, I'm a Colorado native and I just would always say, I I hate winter. You know, I could just do away with winter. No, I'm right now birthing a, um, a class, like a seasonal cyclical alignment or nature cycle. I haven't quite named it yet, but I'll hopefully in the fall, it'll, it'll be a workshop around kind of nature cycles and doing some creativity work around that and soul work. So, so I'm like really enjoying that. I wouldn't, I hated winter, but when I really started um, using winter for this like sacred void, this fertile void that it is that you're supposed to rest and dream and just journal and, and think about what's next, just go into the parts of your soul that might be dusty and find if there's things there. I mean, it ends up being a really beautiful time.
I think the cool thing about nature cycles is you know spring is coming and you know that when it's going to come and you know that like that's just kind of understood but COVID wasn't <laughs> yeah so I didn't get to I felt like I was re a reluctant rester through that because I was scurrying to like figure out income and you know my kids well-being and keep you know vulnerable people in my world safe and yeah <laughs> absolutely so many stressors <laughs> yeah. I know, right but it was a reset for I feel like our culture to have an actual winter and I know so many people who walked out of winter uh or out of the COVID winter um like with more knowing they needed to make more sustainable schedules and work at home more and be with their kids more and you know, all these things were addressed that maybe never would have been. So I think incorporating creativity and, and ritual and reaching out for a community of women, you know, whether that's, you know, friend groups or circles or wherever is just vital to, I think, our well-being. I also say in the circles too, since this is for women, is um, the work that we do in strengthening our femininity, our feminine energy, which is in both men and women is, um, is important. Cause I feel like we're in a really, we're holding as women way more masculine energy, you know, like it's all not very balanced anymore. And in getting together in these circles or, or doing this work by yourself, it's really important that we strengthen our feminine muscles, which are like intuition and, and letting our emotions, um, teach us and tell us, you know, and, and no longer living in a world where, um, where being emotional or sensitive is a weakness. It should be a, a, a strength and that, um, remembering that, uh, compassion is, is key. I mean, I, I think if we had world leaders that were women, I think we'd have a very different planet <laughs> that, but I Agreed. think our work to, um, strengthen our feminine feminine muscles so that we bring that out into our world and feed our world and our communities and our families with more of that so that that grows back into balance in our culture and so I feel like going to women's circles and being creative and um, diving inward is is part of that and it's and it's part of our work to bring bring it back out yeah so I love that yeah beautifully said. And I was just reading something about the heart. I actually always say that women are the heart. We're the heart of the family. We're the heart yeah. of the world. And I was just reading something about how the heart anatomically blood, you know, I always say like, yeah, we're the heart. We're pumping blood to everybody else. Like it, the organ analogy, yes. it's pumping blood to the brain, to the extremities, to the lungs, everywhere, just pumping the blood, keeping us going. But I just read something that the heart feeds itself first. Uh, that's the yeah. first place the oxygen oh, I've never heard that goes. Before. Right. Yeah. And that's such a great analogy. Which for we it. so don't do as women. <laughs> like yes. everybody else and we're limping through, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so grateful that you're in our community here in Fort Collins doing such beautiful, amazing, important work with your art and creativity and nature and healing yourself, many women, many children, and the world. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
I'm like, it starts. Like, I know Mother Nature's slow. helping me a lot. Yeah, I always say that. <laughs> like I just deliver Mother Nature to to, <laughs> to the kids and the women, and yeah, yeah, and all adults. Yeah, yeah, and then they spread it too. So yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, how can people get in touch with you and come participate in all of your amazing offerings? Um, So my website's wildrootstudio.com. I usually do like two to three circles each month, sometimes one up in Estes and usually one or two here in Fort Collins. Um, I do uh, a ritual or a craft workshop, um, usually seasonally, sometimes, you know, a little more often, but that's for every, all genders, all ages and and that's um, kind of really honing into the season that is happening and doing. A, I used to try to, in the women's circle, like we would have these big, you know, shares and then I'd try to fit a two hour craft in 15 minutes. <laughs> so I'm learning to take those crafts to this bigger. And it was, it's also made for people like men can come and kids. Um, it's a good one to do with like a parent child kind of thing. Um and then, um, of course, I do like after school classes and school out things and summer camps. Um, yeah, but I, you also don't necessarily have to have me. I think everybody ha- just making time to make a little nature mandala on the ground and with a little wish and um, or finding a cool stick and uh, some paints and just like having a little fun. Um, it's so beautiful how like some of these things we can find in nature and just a little arrangement on our end or a little bead, a few beads and, a, and paint, make it like something worthy to hang on the wall. If you liked this episode, please share it with others. And if you have time, please rate us or leave a comment. If you'd like to give us feedback or request any topics to be covered in future podcasts, we'd love to hear from you at support at womenstrongtogether.com. Big thanks to Jordan Frankly Speaking Schneider for doing our music. Another big thanks to our Women Strong experts for taking the time to share their wisdom with our ladies. If you want to join our supportive community and participate in live interviews like this one in the future, sign up for the Women Strong membership at womenstrongtogether.com. Until next time, this is Dr. Brooke from Women Strong. Wishing you health, vitality, and the strength to continue evolving into your best self.